The Business Buzz Podcast. The Business Buzz with Mob Justice and Onke. The time has just gone by to 6 p.m. on this Thursday. It is the 30th of November 2017, which means it's the last day of November. It's our last show of the year. It's our last brand new heavy for the year. It's a lot of lasts, but basically, you know, the business bus is in the building. We are broadcasting live from our studios right here in Bramfontein, and I'm joined in the studio uh, by my co-host and co-partner, my partner in crime, um, the studio the, stu- the studio person, everything. <laughs> You know, Onke Menzeseremo, and I am Rio Mob Justice Covers. This is the Business Buzz. We're going to be taking you until 7 p.m. This is the one show, uh, one-stop shop, and our goal for the year has always been to make sure that we alert you to how the world of business and economics affects you, your pocket, and your wallet. Yes. How are you, Onke? I'm great, thanks, Mudiwa. How are you? I'm all right. How do you feel about the year coming to an end? Um, it was so quick. I feel like even though we have over 35 shows, yep. I feel like we did only five. <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah, I can't believe tomorrow is the 1st of December. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, actually quite, it's actually quite funny because it means, because I think we officially started in the first week of March, yes. if I remember correctly. And mm. now we're literally about to start the first week of December. Mm. You know, so basically, I think how long would we say nine months, eight months? Because it's mm. March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October. Yeah, nine months mm. uh, that we've been at this. It's it's been a good year. It's been a great year. Mm. Yeah. Highlights. Highlights of the show. Yeah. Uh, brand new heavies, of course, because you always have people coming in studio. Yeah. And there was one time we had a sixty-second corporate cell in studio. Yeah. That was also the best because. 60 seconds is like a challenge you know usually five minutes six minutes but they respected us enough to come to studio and you know do their thing so people who put in the effort especially with the interviews you know all the pr companies that helped us connect with the companies and everyone else you know they make the business buzz the best show ever so uh best show of the year for you Ah, i have a couple of best shows (laughs) they are the ones where we tackled the latest events or the latest developments mm. um the social grants we managed to get interviews there it was the hot topic of the moment we managed to get very good interviews at the time we did the junk status because yeah. i remember we changed our topic like wednesday because of the announcements and we had to be relevant as a business show and do everything also private sector corruption so all the shows we did current latest news and events were the best for me because yeah. they, they kept us on our toes too you understand I'm trying to, for me, I think the best show, if I can just uh, just throw one into into the mix, mm-hmm. must have been the Slashers episode. Ah, oh, Yeah, yes. only because it was motivating to see the different things that young people are yes, doing out there. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most interesting topic? Most interesting topic, the business of funerals. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness I wasn't there for that one Exactly And you weren't there I did a show alone About funerals (laughs) And I had to go home In the evening Mm. Alone Mm. Like (laughs) It was the spookiest show ever Mm. So yeah Now for me I'd say uh, The most interesting topic Was definitely Cassinomics Oh yes Yes yes. Because of uh, The content And all of that Mm. stuff I 
thoroughly enjoyed talking to Gigi Alcock, mm. hearing about the township economy and how mm. people are making money from such simple things. So for me, that was that most interesting guest or slash interview. Most interesting guest or interview. Mm. For me, it was Octavius Pukub, yeah? <laughs> who was a mentor, the Lazy Makotis mentor, yeah. during her brand new heavy show. Like, he was he was very energetic yeah. and and motivating in a way. As, so we could understand that when people say that behind every successful man or woman is a team of people who are pushing them. So Octavius is one of those people. And judging by his tweets at the moment, you know, and what he does and everything else, he's a really, really inspiring person. Mm, yeah. mm, mm, mm. I'd say for me, it wasn't even an interview that I did. It was an interview that was done by our executive producer, Elna Schutz. Mm. And it's when they did the business, it's when we did business disruption. Yes. And we got to hear from the guys at Showmax. Oh. And it was, that was a very interesting interview for me, just mm. hearing how Showmax is trying to um, take take on Netflix mm. and at the mm. same time they are owned by the same company as DSTV mm. I don't know just as a media practitioner just hear how people are disrupting the media industry yeah. and that stuff is very for me I, I found that quite quite entertaining brand yeah. new heavies oh no the other oh, sorry, most yeah. interesting guest or interview was when we interviewed Miss South Africa former Miss mm. South Africa mm. Tatum mm. Keshua mm. Mm. so nice mm. I was finding out mm. yeah did you die <laughs> Almost, but I managed to compose myself and finish the rest of the interview because he didn't want to help me. I had to do all the questions. Yeah. So I had to hold my breath mm. and talk to my, like, idol. <laughs> I think for me, uh, brand new, he- I'm now shifting to brand new yes. heavies. Brand new heavies, all, all of them, all of them for, for me were a highlight. Uh, Skinny Subu, The Lazy Makoti, uh, Gugu, Candice Thurston, Busi, um, and then now we have um, Nadav for for today. All of them very inspiring. I can definitely say that Skinny Subu, I loved his attitude. He's very confident, yes. you know. I loved the Lazy Makoti story, the fact that she was able to quit her job. Mm. Gugu's energy. Mm. You know, in studio, very, you can tell she's a visionary. Yes. You know, and then if I can also then go back to uh, Miss Gumede uh, from uh, Busi. Yes. Right. Uh, I liked her. She also had that energy mm. and the fact that she started media very young. Yes. You know, that, that, that really did inspire me. And then Candace Thurston, once again, her energy is on another level. And the fact that she went and uh, was able to grow her business to the extent that she did in such a oh. short space of time yes. and then you'll hear I'm very interested to hear what uh, what Nadav has to say oh, for today yeah, but I'm definitely looking forward to it mm. yeah great stuff so my brand new heavy I have to be biased and say it was Boosie <laughs> like I, I almost I almost went for Candice but yeah. I have to say it was Boosie because she was one of the people that was there for me when I started out in this whole radio thing yeah. you understand I had to sit in studio watch her read the news when she was still doing um, the breakfast news at YFM watch her you know write a story teach me how to write a story and things like that so yeah I'm 
very subjective there but yeah it's okay. a good one <laughs> so yes that's it it's our last show uh, but otherwise apart from that we're going to be having our business wrap just on the other side of this with Ken Swetanam and then we have our 60 second corporate sell with the people from Rand Mutual Assurance who are going to be telling us about opportunities at their business mm. definitely make sure you keep it locked this is the business buzz we're here until 7pm business wrap with Ken Swetanam This is the business buzz right here on VowFM 88.01. And it's time for us to give you the business wrap. That's the part of the show where we highlight uh, the trending business and economics news. And on the line, we're joined by our financial expert, Ken Swettenham, to give us a roundup of the week's business news. How are you, Ken? I'm very well today, and yourself? I'm fine, thank you. It's been a very interesting week in terms of the business news. Um, I think uh, the junk status mania took us by storm earlier in the year, but it seems that we are back in terms of the ratings. What's going on with that? Well, you're, you're quite right. Without a doubt, the biggest economic news in the past few days has been the downgrading of South Africa as a country, again by uh, Standard & Poor's, S&P, um, which takes us now below into junk status, effectively, by two of the three rating agencies. Both Fitch and Standard & Poor's now have us in junk status, with Moody's holding off. Um, and so the only thing that's keeping us alive, in inverted commas, is that Moody's still has us one point above junk status. And they've said that they, are, they have adopted a wait-and-see attitude to see what comes out of the ANC elective conference, which is coming up in a couple of weeks' time, of course, and also what will come out of our budget at the end of February. And if they don't see positive signs out of both of those um, uh, issues, uh, the conference and budget, then I'm afraid probably in about March year they will downgrade us again. And that, is, in my opinion, has quite serious implications for the country once we're downgraded by all three ratings agencies. Yeah. Ken, it seems that a lot of these downgrades are because of political reasons. To what extent is this really an important factor? Because our listeners might be thinking that it's a rating on the country's economy, but yet a lot of the ratings seem to be centered around political uncertainty. So could you please just give us uh, what the relationship is between the two? Oh, absolutely. You, you've got to keep in mind that the economy of the country and, and the political situation of the country go very much hand in hand. We only have to look slightly north of our borders to see what has happened to the economy of Zimbabwe over the last uh, decade and a half under the rule of Robert Mugabe. And uh, he's made, in inverted commas, political decisions which have absolutely wrecked that country's economy. So what happens in, in the politics in the country, in other words, the management of the country, certainly reflects on what is happening economically in the country. And it's up to the government, our government, to, uh, to have a financial policy which, which benefits everybody. We have extremely high unemployment in South Africa. That's, that's no secret. Um, government is not collecting uh, tax. They're going to undercollect to the tune of about 50 billion rand in tax. That money has to be borrowed. It puts the country as itself into debt. It looks like we might get more raises in taxes in February. And, and this is, in my opinion, just very poor management by, by our ruling party in, in government at the moment, which is slowly but surely affecting our economy. And what will happen in, in the event of, of a, a third downgrade is that we will be removed from the World Bond Index, which will result in, it's difficult to say the exact amount, nobody knows for sure, but probably somewhere between 100 billion and 120 billion worth of currency leaving our country out of, out of local bonds. 
and that will cause things like the the, the, the rent to weaken against the major currencies. It will that will push up inflation because fuel prices and various imported goods will go up. It will it, and over the longer term, just make it very much more expensive for the average consumer out there. So it's and of course to borrow money as a country, um, just like an individual, you have to prove your credit credit worthiness at the bank to borrow some money. We have to prove our worthiness as a country to borrow money. And being in junk status means we're not very good. Uh, we're not very good from a creditworthy point of view, and we'll pay a lot more for our debt. So overall, it's it's very poor for the country, and it will take South Africa many many years to probably get out of junk status. But once we once that is is thrown around our necks, so. um, perhaps on the last point. Um, it seems that Moody's also downgraded ESCOM as an entity. And you've just outlined uh, some of the reasons why uh, a junk status rating on the country could have negative implications for the country as a whole. But for an entity like ESCOM as a corporate, as a, as a state-owned enterprise and all of that, who's actually taking that rating into account? Does that... Um, affect investor sentiment in any way because it is a private company so who's actually listening to moody's when they downgrade a corporate entity well well certainly those of us in south africa should be listening to it yes you're, you're quite right Moody's downgraded escom on wednesday um citing the state's utilities liquidity woes and, and poor governance again in their management as reasons for the decision and again, from an ESCOM point of view, it's been no secret that ESCOM has borrowed money to upgrade its power stations to keep its coal supplies going. And this is going to cost ESCOM more. The, the people who loan ESCOM money, and, and the bond market is certainly one of those, are going to look at ESCOM as a much higher risk when, when loaning money to it. And it's going to cost ESCOM more to borrow money in interest. And guess what? That will almost certainly be passed on to us in, in electricity price increases over the next two or three years. And to top it all, uh, uh, Moody's has even still placed ESCOM on the review for further downgrades. So I don't think ESCOM's woes in that regard are, are anywhere near finished, and, and I expect them to be downgraded even further um, during the course of the new year. So and it's not only ESCOM. It's just out of interest. Most large corporates are, are rated. This is a big uh, insurance companies, the financial services providers, the banks, the state-owned enterprises. They're all on, on these ratings. And the whole idea is to give both investors in those companies and people who loan those companies money an idea of how stable that company company is. And unfortunately, ESCOM, and it's been very well documented in the media, has been very unstable over the last few years. There's been lots of management changes. There's been lots of questions regarding corruption and some of the deals they've been involved in. And that is basically why, uh, from, a, 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 from a ratings agency point of view, they're, they're in a very poor state of affairs at the moment. Thank you so much, Ken. We'll continue monitoring this situation. Oh, yes, absolutely. This, this is going to be an ongoing story as, as we go into the new year. We, we've all got to watch what comes out of the ANC elective conference. They are still our ruling party. Um, what comes out of that it will affect all of us. And, of course, the, the, the big thing will be at the end of February next year 
when Minister Gagabe presents his first full budget, what comes out of that will be critical for South Africa going forward, in my opinion. So that's it in terms of our business wrap. That was us on the line with Ken Switchenham, who is our financial expert, giving us a roundup of the week's business and economics news. The big thing at the moment is uh, the credit downgradings coming through from Moody's, and we seem to be one point just above junk status together with ESCOM. We'll continue monitoring the situation and hope that we can recover as a country in the coming years and months. On the other side of this, we get into our 60-second corporate cell. The, the Business Buzz. Welcome back to The Business Buzz right here on 88.1 VOW FM. On the line now, we have Samantha Nagel, who is the Talent Acquisition Manager at Rand Mutual Assurance to give us this week's 60-second corporate sell, where we, of course, put graduates on. It's the end of the year and people are looking forward to starting their new jobs next year. So, yes. Hello, Samantha. Hello. Hi. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. My pleasure. Uh, so I'm going to count you down for your 60 seconds and you go straight into it. Thank you. So five, four, three, two, one, go. Um, RMA is a leading administrator for occupational injuries and diseases. We specialize in insurance. We pride ourselves on, being, on providing caring, compassionate compensation. We've received a silver certificate in the 2017 Best Company to Work for survey. We are currently open to receiving applications from interns for NQF Level 5 qualifications and special preference will be given to candidates or with disabilities. The qualifications are obviously NQF Level 5 as mentioned. We're looking for people in sales and marketing, insurance, accounting, as well as IT industries. Done. Thank you so much, Samantha. Um, just to confirm something, what is yeah. NQF level five again? Is it a diploma or? It's a certificate. Oh, okay. So but we're not. But we're not excluding people mm. with um, degrees. However, our focus is going to be on NQF level five because they struggle even more to get uh, work opportunities. Yes, I was getting there because we at the moment um, the market is concentrated with people of NQF level eight, which is like on That's level. Right. Yes, and yeah. they are already struggling to to get jobs. So, mm. is the company doing anything in that part, or are you at the moment focusing on NQF level five and moving upwards? Yeah. We the, we're offering internships. We've mm. got ten in- internships available to NKF level five. When it comes to NKF level six, seven, and eight, mm. we focus on our internal stuff. So okay. then we we do a bursary for our internal stuff. And your website where people can get a hold of the company? We are www.rentmutual.com. Rentmutual.co.za. Sorry. Okay. Uh, Rentmutual.co.za. That's right. Social media presence, Facebook, we are on. Sorry, we are on Facebook, Twitter, as well as LinkedIn. Our Twitter handle is at RMA Assurance. Facebook and uh, LinkedIn details can be found on our website. And the closing date for applications? Um, we've made it an open-ended requisition because mm-hmm. we want to give people as much time as possible, especially because they've just written exams yes. to get their results. Okay. Thank you so much for your time, Samantha. Thank you. We're looking forward to working at the best place to work for, Random Mutual yes. Assurance. <laughs> Definitely. And we welcome all those applications. Okay. Thank you so much.
That was us on the line with Samantha Nagel, who is the Talent Acquisition Manager at Rand Mutual Assurance. Next up, we are getting straight into our main topic. This is The Business Buzz. The Business Buzz Buzz. with Mob Justice and Onkeh. Welcome back. This is the Business Buzz right here on VOW FM 88.1. It is the last Thursday of the month of November, which means that it is our last show. Do you, do you feel some type of sadness? A, a bit, actually. Yeah. Or, or are you happy? Are you secretly no. happy? <laughs> <laughs> no, I am sad. I'm actually going to miss the show and I'm going to miss the building. Yeah. I'm going to miss everyone. Mm. Yes. Okay. Uh, but, uh, you know, never fret because, you know, on our last show, uh, we have an incredible guest mm. because it is our brand new heavy uh, for the month of November. That's uh, uh, the time of the month when we look to celebrate a young person in South Africa, 35 mm. years and below, who is doing the things. Yes. In their industry, in their profession, in their field, you know, out there with that science, technology, uh, clothing, we've had presenters, we've had cooks, we've had uh, everything, everything, right? And mm. today we're going to be with our interesting guest who actually has an app, a website, a YouTube channel, mm. and it's all around wildlife. Yes. Wildlife. <laughs> Why are you whispering it like that? <laughs> I feel like it was just, you know, the way that I wanted to, you know, introduce it. But mm. uh, definitely make sure you keep in touch with us on social media. Tell us uh, what you think of the show. And after we introduce our guest, tell us if you've been on the site or if you are one of the many mm. hundreds of thousands of people that have viewed one of their videos. You can keep in touch with us on social media. On Facebook, it's Vow FM Voice of Vids and the Business Buzz. On Twitter, it's at Vow FM and our hashtag is hashtag Business Buzz. On WhatsApp, it's 084-078-4912. You can also stream the station live on www.vowfm.co.za and podcasts of the Business Buzz show are available on journalism.coza. It's time for us to get into our brand new heavy for the month of November. Mm. And this month, we have the privilege to be in studio with Nadav Austin Driver, who has built one of the biggest YouTube followings in South Africa right now with his uh, real-time animal spotting wildlife website Mm. and his YouTube channel. And you can actually go there and see. Um, I know that on YouTube, they're called Kruger Sightings, but their website, they are latest sightings. Dot com and I know that they have an app as well and we're going to be talking to this phenomenal young man mm. about what it means to be a young entrepreneur and he's actually our youngest mm. brand new heavy yes. for the year yeah. yes. yes so we are closing it off with a bang people like we're keeping saving the best for last I'd like <laughs> to think <laughs> I'm actually I'm actually in admiration uh, mm. for today because the fact that they have built a community around YouTube is something that's dear to me because I operate a lot on YouTube. I think yes. I operate like about seven YouTube channels at the moment. Ooh. But the <laughs> fact that this, they have more than 500 million views mm. on their YouTube channel and uh, more than 400,000 subscribers. I actually have it open right now. Mm. And at the moment, they're sitting at 582,000 wow. um, subscribers that are there. That's more than half a million people. Mm. And if you don't know, in this di- in the digital economy, mm. right, YouTube, I believe in YouTube 100%. He's like a YouTube <laughs> fan, a super fan. <laughs> so welcome to Nadav. How are you, Nadav? I'm good. Thanks so much for for inviting me. Mm, mm. 
Thank mm. you so much for joining us. <laughs> no, I'm looking forward to it. I can't believe uh, I'm on the last show for the year. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> very exciting. I hope everyone's uh, excited for the holidays, you know? Yeah, they must be. <laughs> in, our, in our research, mm. we can credit Onke with, with this one. Um, we know that your nickname is Google McDuff. <laughs> <laughs> Where does that come from? So that's a that's a pretty interesting way to start. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I'm, you know, ever since um, I was like eight years old and uh, I started falling in love with wildlife, I, you know, I looked at people who were part of that industry, and uh, one that stood out for me was a guy called Kingsley Holgate, and he's yeah. a humanitarian, he's an adventurer. Mm. Um, I always looked up to him and even in grade six I had a project to do on our, our, our my hero you know mm-hmm. everyone was choosing you know Nelson Mandela and people like that and for me I chose Kingsley Holgate even when I was like you know in grade six and through later signings you know we've done a lot of amazing work in terms of supporting the Kruger Park and the different mm-hmm. game reserves and raising you know funds or whatever for, for the people in need in those areas and because Kingsley Holgate is a humanitarian mm-hmm. he actually picked up on the fact that we were doing this and he thought it was amazing and he wow. He looked into later sightings mm. and what was it about, and he saw, you know, I was like 16 at the time or whatever, um, and he invited me to go on one of his expeditions. Um, oh, wow. You know, for, to do what he's known to, what he's known for and to, to be a part of why I looked up to him. And so where we went to was the Kruger Park. He had mm. planned the whole expedition to be around the Kruger because I knew it so well. Yeah. Um, and on that expedition, you know, it was my task to create awareness for the expedition, um, to obviously help with the giving of stuff. Mm. And then most importantly was to help with sightings and to help people, you know, who are part of the expedition or also in the park see a lot of animals. And and so he kind of thought I was uh, I was like Google of the bush, you know, <laughs> because I knew where all the animals were. And yeah. so he used to call me Google all the time. And, and my name is Nadav, um, but he can't really say the word V. So he always ah. used to say Nadav, Nadav. So he just ended up calling me Google MacDuff, you know, because uh, <laughs> nice. because of how much I was like kind of part of the expedition. But it was it was an amazing amazing experience, and and also till this day, only he can say it properly. You know, mm-hmm. only he has that voice where he can For say Go- Google MacDuff properly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, no one else can top it. <laughs> and, and just judging from the way that you just you know told us that story, you sound very passionate about mm. what you do. So as we actually now get into our discussion. Mm. How have you been able to actually persevere into turning your passion into something that's actually a fruitful business? Well, I think the biggest part of what you just said is that's my actual passion. You know, yeah. uh, I actually just came from the Kruger Park yesterday uh, and I spent four days waking up three in the morning every single day, you know, yeah. and for most people, they can't even wake up, you know, easily. Where for me, I, I love it so much that it drives me, you know, and uh, I've been in love with the game reserve and wildlife since I was eight years old mm-hmm. um, and it's just been growing ever since. And so when I started this community, I never started a business, you know. I kind of just wanted to help myself see more animals by allowing people to share what they've seen in real time um, with the location so I'll know where to go. And that's kind of all I wanted to do. Um, And then because that grew out of me still being passionate about it, just made it easy, you know. It was was never hard work, even though technically it was hard work, Mm -hmm. but it never felt like work. And so eventually when, you know, we still right now are trying to turn into a business, um, I kind of persevere because I love it so much and you know it's it's for me it's so much fun sharing amazing videos of wildlife <laughs> and, yeah. and looking at photos of, of lions every day and other people have 
the ideas and the passion, but they lack the basic skills of running a business. You understand? At a young age, mm. more especially. How did you jump this hurdle? So it's something that I'm I'm also tackling at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm doing a, a BCom adverts part time mm-hmm. because I found that at 15 you have no knowledge about anything about mm-hmm. business. You yeah. know, all I knew was that I loved animals. That's about it. Um, but having a team of people that I have to pay every month type of thing and and I have to make money and mm-hmm. stuff like that, it's something that um, it's not that easy. In fact, that's the most difficult part of business. And you know, I I still don't know a, a lot about it. You know, and so yeah. that's why I, I'm I found that okay, I needed to know a bit about law. I needed to know a bit about accounting and stuff like that, which is yeah. why BCom helps a lot. But in general. What makes sense is usually what's right, and your gut feel is a lot of what's right. So even though I was 15, I didn't know that much. I kind of knew in general the the, the aim and the direction I wanted to take, mm-hmm. um, which helps a lot. And I think most people will have that intuition. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. kindly tell us more about the initial business, your initial business model, and mm-hmm. how did it develop? Yeah, I'm also. So, Sorry, no, I just need to interject on this because it's something that we were very interested in because we first found out about Nadav because he was featured at a thriving under 35 summit. Mm. And one of the things he spoke about when he was talking in this presentation is that they've come up with a business model where they actually um, have people who film animals on their own who then submit to them and then they're able to then promote uh, people's videos and actually are able to share revenues with them. So I thought that was an amazing business model. <coughs> so I'm very interested in this. Yeah, one. so I mean, in terms of the business model, even for us, we're still kind of, you know, <laughs> learning about it and understanding yeah. it yeah. Uh, because we're in such a new field, you know. Um, technology and wildlife have never really gone together. And so this is really the first time that it has. But initially what the business model was about, you know, it was I wanted when I was in the game reserve to have a better time and better experience and help others also have a better time and better experience by seeing more animals. And so initially what the community was about was about letting people join the app or use our Facebook page or whatever to Mm. share what they're seeing in real time. And Mm. and eventually, certainly what we saw is that, you know, if I told you where a line was, Um, that's the most difficult part of seeing something incredible with a line is actually finding the line. So if you now know where it is, you go there and you just sit with it. Eventually, when we have thousands of people doing that, one of those times a line is going to do something unbelievable that's never been seen before. Yeah. And so what we found was that we were helping so many people see so many different things that so often they would actually take a video of the animal doing something incredible, whether it's a lion or an elephant or an impala. Um, and then they would send us those videos just to share. And we would just, you know, share it on our Facebook, whatever. But we're on all these social platforms that I slowly learned that we must use social media and social platforms like Facebook and YouTube for what they designed for. And so when we got amazing videos, the only place I could think of, and I'm sure everyone else, to share videos is on YouTube. And so what we would do is we would take those videos, put them on YouTube, and they actually slowly went uh, went viral by reaching millions of people. And YouTube started with their uh, earning program where if a video did well, we would earn revenue out of the ads on YouTube. Mm. Yeah. And so immediately when I saw this, you know, I knew that it wasn't only my videos. Let's, let's share the revenue with the people who are filming it um, so that they can earn and we could just learn very well, uh, you know, 
how to make things kind of go viral. And so that's kind of the business model where right now, you know, people will send in amazing videos. We'll put it on, you know, on YouTube. But what's really exciting, it's not only YouTube now. It's also yeah. we have deals with news agencies around the world. So we'll have people, um, you know, in London, America, uh-huh. Japan, buying our footage and actually licensing it from us. So it's a lot more than, than just the YouTube ad revenue. Um, and it's not really predicated on views where YouTube is. And so... At the moment, people who, who will send in videos can, can share in the revenue that we help generate. And we've had some really amazing success stories where um, a, a pensioner has earned a quarter of a million rand. We've had a lot of people just earn like 50, 60,000 rand. Mm. We've also had some people who've earned like 100 rand, you know. But, mm. um, you know, it doesn't cost you anything to just send us a video of what you're doing on holiday. And it's really amazing to see. Mm. That's amazing. And uh, continuing with the business model, we noticed that on your website you now have a tab for a store and their recommendations for accommodation in the Kruger National Park and all of that stuff. So does that mean that you've now started expanding the business model and can we expect um, different avenues to be coming up in the future? Yeah, so expanding, for me it's more testing the waters in different places, you know, Uh Every every second will reach eleven people on average, um, you know. So I don't know how long this interview has been, but we've already <laughs> reached like you know while we've been speaking thousands of people. And so yeah. a lot of the people who watch our videos or are part of the community are always planning their trip to to the Kruger or to a safari. They're always wanting to know where to go, and we found that a lot of the times they ask us where they should stay. And so we thought, you know. W- We'd like to work with different lodges around the park where we've stayed at and we've re- we've really enjoyed and where we know the sightings are great. So that if people ask us where where can I stay if I want to see a lion or where can I stay if I just want to see elephants, mm-hmm. you know, or giraffes, and we can say, you know, with statistics, if you stay at this lodge, a hundred percent of the people stay here see a lion or something something like that. And so we'll recommend a few lodges. Um, the store is kind of you know like the standard merchandise. You know, we have magnets and you know we're starting out with shirts just now but you know that's like a standard <laughs> nothing really exciting there but uh, yeah I mean we're trying and testing the waters in different places and as a young person I think this is the most interesting question how do you run your business and manage everyone because most of them will be older and you'll be younger but mm-hmm. when it comes to running the business in general the day in and day out how do you manage to balance all of that so you know with doing vits at part time, that's mm. kind of the night classes, which makes it difficult because there's always a lot of work to do for for classes, you know. Yes. Um, but I always said, you know, I I I don't really have business hours or working hours per yeah. se, but I'm always online and I'm always at the office, um, and it's kind of I'll follow what they do and I'll help manage it and and I'll guide them as to how I would have done it or or whatever when I was doing it solely when I was the only person running running the business mm-hmm. um but on the whole you know there's not you know there isn't so much that I actually have to manage in terms of the staff you know mm-hmm. uh what I do is you know they have their job and I have my my part and uh, I kind of just stick to mine obviously always keeping a lookout if you know making sure the sightings in the community is ha- are happy. Um, but the more difficult part is actually just balancing um, work with, with the studying as opposed mm-hmm. to um, running running the, uh, the staff and the company. And most people who are running their own businesses um, have 
background, like you mentioned earlier, a BCom or a diploma or a business management course or things like that, and you're still in the process of getting to that qualification, do you find it difficult that you don't possess the on-paper qualifications yet? Um, I find it difficult, you know, personally, mm. where where I actually, you know, I'd like to know a lot more things about, like, uh, the running of a business and mm. the industry standards in a way, you know, where I also don't want to be told how to run my business, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, by, by a book, you mm. know. Um, but but definitely, I, I do feel it, and that's why I'm doing the course. Uh, but I also have, you know, my... I've got family and uncles who are also like business Mm. people. um, And every day I'll ask them, you know, for tips and stuff like that. So I'm never really alone. Mm -hmm. Um, But most on the whole, it's it's actually me. But in terms of on paper and actually using the the qualification, I've never needed it. Uh, I've never applied for a job. I've never had to go into a meeting Mm -hmm. and have to explain, well, before I start, I have a BCom, I have this degree or whatever. It's Mm -hmm. more... I've I've accomplished, you know, uh, you know, I'm not running a big massive business, you know, yes. but I'm running something that's, you know, that's slowly getting there. It's mm. growing. We reach a lot of people. We have hundreds of thousands of people who are following us, and mm. and usually in a meeting or whatever, that's all I really even need, you know. It's yeah. the fact that I've actually done it. I mean, I've had I've had people who run hundreds of millions of, of rands per year businesses come and ask me about how to do a Facebook or how to do a YouTube or how do I do this or whatever and they're coming to me uh, you know a 20 year old you know who mm-hmm. doesn't even have a degree um, so in that in that instance um, I've never I've never felt like it's a it's a hurdle or, or you know that, I've, that I don't have a degree on paper so how do you then strike the because you are working towards a degree now mm-hmm. so how do you strike that balance between being there for the business and being there for school so for me the business always um, always comes first you know <laughs> uh, but I try and do the time management you know I try yeah. to keep up to date um you know, every every week type of thing. It's hard. You know, I'll sometimes miss a week, and I'll be a week behind or whatever. But I try. I try and do my best. I do a lot of home studying if I do miss a lecture, mm. um, and home studying or self study. I, I find for me works the best. Um, I, I I find it difficult to sit and listen to a lecturer, um, and and I love doing that. So even maths, I'll, I'll just teach myself the whole syllabus basically, and then. You know, while still going to lectures, but yeah, it's kind of just time management. Um, but all in all, uh, the business always always comes first because uh, people are relying on me, and mm-hmm. and it's also I, I love it much more than university study. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> what I love to do. Huh. This huh. actually reminds me of what he said to me at one point: is like just start. Yeah, no, yeah. So it doesn't matter if you have this <laughs> or if you have that. If you yeah. have that one idea and you have that passion, you can just start. But if yeah. you also, if you have that passion, mm. it won't it won't be a conscious thought of just start. You yeah. you would you would do it. Yes. You know what I mean? You would yeah. just have already started it because because mm. you love it so much. You mm. know what I mean? Uh, it's not a it's not a decision. You know, mm. for me. Uh, when I thought of this idea, you, you know, I, because I love wildlife so much and I suddenly saw a, a way of actually seeing more animals. Like, mm. you know, for me, it was like a split second of like this, this adrenaline of like, yes, I found it. I got this idea <laughs> and I just already, I'd already started it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I already registered the Facebook, the YouTube and stuff like that. It wasn't like, okay, I, what's the market? You know, what's this or what's yeah, that? Yeah. It's kind of like, I loved it so much. And if it f- failed, you know, it didn't matter because, you know, it would have helped me see animals and that's all I wanted, you know? You did it. And that's all I still want. <laughs> and on that bombshell, 
Uh, we're just going to take a quick break and then we'll be back on the other side of this and just get more of an idea of what it's actually like to work at latestsightings.com. And then we'll be back with a bit of a quiz. Our quiz master is in the building. Yes. She's uh, right and ready to just uh, test our knowledge. <laughs> it's a business buzz versus Nadav. Uh, but otherwise, uh, keep it locked. We're in studio until 7 p.m. This is The Business Buzz. The, the Business Buzz. With 11 people reached every minute and 580,000 subscribers at our last count, Kruger Sightings, the YouTube page for latestsightings.com, is easily become the biggest crowdsourced wildlife site in the world. With traffic coming through from India, Asia and Japan, we were very interested to see what's going on at their headquarters right here in Parktown, Johannesburg. This is what they had to say. So, we wanted to know, what's it like to work at latestsightings.com? Everybody's really involved in what happens in business yeah. on a day-to-day basis. So, we're all aware of the operations across each each border of, or spectrum of, of job title. Um, for example, our updaters, Chris is updating and Sidre. Um, but Chris is also content managing. And then Isha comes in and he sales. I'm in admin, but Superior deals with bookings and it comes on to me. So it's all, um, we all deal with video reviews of Madame as well. My day starts off at 6 o'clock. I do the morning shift, so I do around 6 o'clock. And at 12, what I do is I set in sightings, whether they come in from the WhatsApp groups, electricity, we have got 90 groups of the Kruger sightings and six of the plants. So every sighting that comes in through the WhatsApp groups, that's where I distribute them to all the social media platforms, including Twitter, Facebook, if there's a viral video or photo, that's where I can also post it, and our main app, our major sightings app. Of particular interest to us was how do they actually choose a video and what makes a wildlife video actually goes viral. So we've got like, um, of course, lions and all our big cats, we do post interesting sightings, but then, for example, our giraffes, little um, bugs and stuff in panels, we don't post those because they are common animals in the park, so they're not really... Not that they're not important, not yeah, important yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, but we get the big animals out. Um, the easiest or, or the simplest way to put it is if it's just a lion that's lying there um, and it gets up and it walks around a little bit, that's never going to go viral. Yeah. Because people want to see something else happening. So whether it be um, a lion, leopard, um, cheetah, wild dog, hyena, killing um, an antelope <coughs> or giraffe or something, yeah. um, then yes, that is something that could potentially go viral, provided that they've got the full video. So from beginning to end, and they haven't come in halfway where they are busy um, killing their prey already. We also wanted to know, what is it like to actually work with Nadav? Nadav as a boss, Nadav as a colleague, Nadav as an entrepreneur. He's 21, he's a youngster, but he's still your boss. Um, So I think for all of us, I mean, 
uh, um, Superior is also close to his age. Um, obviously, Chris and I are different, <laughs> different area here. Um, so it is the youngest boss I've ever worked with in my life, which has been interesting because you know, for me, I've actually I've learned a lot in terms of, especially the the online world. Um, you know, there, there's always something to learn on a daily basis. So it's been a great help to me. Um, and like I said, again, he's very involved, so it's a good thing. When I first started here. It was a bit weird for me because I've never worked for anyone younger than me, never never mind half my age. Um, so <laughs> it was it was quite a learning experience. But it's been a lot of fun as well. Um, I've learned a lot. Um, you know, as Vicky as Vicky said, working online the whole time um, has been quite quite a challenging experience. But with Nadav's guidance, it's always been there, um, you know, and it's helped. As they continue to focus on the Kruger National Park and now Pilansburg, latersightings.com looks to continue expanding their ever-growing reach as they help people to explore the tourism of African wildlife and are also now involved in conservation efforts. We look forward to seeing where Later Sightings is going to go and look forward to seeing the trail that is being blazed by young Nadav. The Business Buzz with Mob Justice and Onke. Brand new heavy day today on The Business Buzz. We just came from giving you just some background, you know, about Nadav, yes. what his life is about, what's uh, driving him, his passion for wildlife, mm. um, how he has a second home at the Kruger National Park. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and also just now about what it's actually like to work at uh, the Kruger, uh, not at the Kruger at latersightings.com. Mm. So in our last section of the show, as is our tradition for every brand new heavy, it's time for Quizmaster Onke to come, you know, to start flourishing yes. and give us our quiz for the month. You know, every time you say Quizmaster, I want a sound effect. Uh. It's just a suggestion for next oh, year. Oh, okay, okay. Understand? So people can clap in the background <laughs> no, okay. and acknowledge my Quizmastery. Quiz Don't worry, I got exists. you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so this time around, we have upped our levels yeah. in this life because, okay. yes, we've been doing the whole question and answer, options thing quite a lot, right? Yeah. So today we're doing things differently. We have animal sounds. Yeah. You understand? So you're going to play the animal sound and you and Nadav will guess what the animal actually is. Okay, cool. Uh, yes. So we're going to start with you, Mob Justice. Okay. Uh, because we always like you to embarrass yourself first before the guest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you're going to play the sound and then quickly you're going to tell us which animal is it okay? So it's time for us to give you the brand new heavy business buzz quiz brought to you by Quizmaster Onke. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> okay, so you said we're gonna start with with you, animal one, animal one. Okay, so let's see what this is about. Play the sound. Dan, which animal is that? Mom, justice quickly. Wow. I can tell you. I, I, wow. I have no oh, okay. Idea. <laughs> the only thing I can think of, to be honest, yes. is uh, is either a porcupine or a rattlesnake. Yeah. It's a rattlesnake. Well done. Oh, okay. <laughs> also. Ah. Ten points. Okay, that's fine. Yes. 
So next. Animal okay. Animal Two. Animal Two. So. I don't know. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I think uh, it's either African elephant or Indian elephant. I don't know. It's an African elephant. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 I, I like the progress so far. <laughs> I love it. I love <laughs> it. Next animal. Animal number three. Mob justice. That one is yours. <laughs> um, it's the cool lion. Before Tom and Jerry, <laughs> <laughs> it's Alex the lion from Madagascar. <laughs> but, but you know, you know, those are actually a tiger sound, though. Really, like, use a tiger sound for that lion roar in like the beginning of those movies, huh? Wow, I never knew that. Oh, yeah, that's oh, nice. Oh, oh. The whole thinks that's actually like a big lion, but lions don't sound like that. Yeah. We we learn new things. Yeah, it's crazy. We're learning. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's like a big myth in the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see, see, our brand new heavy is calling us left, right, and center. Like, right here, right here. Okay, cool. Next animal. Uh, four. Yes. Okay. So is that like one of those seals or something? Uh. Uh, or a dolf- uh, dolphin, yeah, or yeah, or penguin. I don't know, one of those. Things. Choose one. I'd say the ones you mentioned. Dolphin, maybe. Yes, it's a dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Ten points. Yeah. Uh, animal five. Animal five. <laughs> Seriously? Come on, man! Come on. Um. Okay, why do actually you do, sound like it. <laughs> why do you do this to us, man? Um, if it's not a monkey, it's a chimpanzee. Oh, <laughs> eh, it's a hyena. <sighs> actually, you're right. Yes, spotted hyena. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, just you just lost ten points. You're on a good, oh, sorry, you know, winning streak. <laughs> okay. Next animal. So it's a, a frog. Yes. <laughs> Ten points. Okay. Yay. Last two Last animals. Last two animals. Yes. Okay. First one. That's yours, Mob Justice. Thanks for coming. Hey, is it an owl? It is an owl. Oh, like okay. you, it was right there. <laughs> <laughs> Ten points. Yay! No, no, I had to check on that one. <laughs> Last okay. one. That's definitely a monkey. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I see. I see. I see. I see where I what's it called. I see where I went right and wrong. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mm. Yes. So just by quick math. Quick math. You know, two plus two is four minus one. That's three. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I got three. You got he, three. He Thirty got points, four. and Nadav got forty. Ten out of ten. Congratulations. Those are some of the basic animals out there. I didn't want to trick you guys too much. No, that would so be I, fun, yeah. You know? <laughs> Thank you I so much, you Nadav. Um, <laughs> Thanks so much, man. We are handshaking each other right now. Good sportsmanship. <laughs> 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 but yes, that's us uh, for the quiz for today. And uh, as we end off the show, mm. uh, we have uh, two very quick questions for our guest. Uh, the first one being, um, what can we expect um, from you business wise uh, going going forward uh, latest sightings mm. uh, we've already spoken about uh, um, your business model all of that stuff are you looking to start any other business outside of so, latest sightings or are you going to be sticking to latest sightings for the foreseeable future yeah for, for the foreseeable future I can see myself 
just focusing on later science because there's still so much to do and s- like you know we haven't even basically even started you yeah. know uh so in terms of later signings we're going to be focusing a lot of our content and um and you know the partner program that people join nice and where they earn mm. uh we want to make sure that we're the best service of getting viral wildlife videos out there mm. um so we're going to be focusing on that focusing more online and tv with our content um and that's really what um what people can expect from from later signings mm. i like tv I like TV yes. as well. It would be very it's inter- an avenue we haven't even like touched at all. Mm. It would actually be interesting to have like uh, I guess like a weekly program that's yes. focused around um, mm. you know some of these sightings. Maybe mm. uh, a twenty-minute show on one of the SABCs or you know yeah. National Geographic. Yeah. You know, you know, these are these are just some of the ideas. Okay, our last question. Um, this is something that we ask all our brand new heavies, um, but I'm going to also preface it with uh, with another question that we are asking all our brand new heavies. Uh, so it's a two parter. Firstly, what are you reading, right? Because we know that business mm-hmm. people are, tend to you know consume a lot in terms of what they're reading <laughs> for inspiration and all of that stuff. And then lastly. What do you want your legacy to be? Cool. So what I'm reading, it's actually uh, nothing at all. I already <laughs> read books yeah. <laughs> ever. Um, but I read a lot of uh, articles, you know, about what I'm interested in. So yeah. whether it's wildlife or mostly if I read online, it'll be articles about the latest technology mm. updates to social media. Yeah. Um, and, and interesting stuff like that about the different companies that are emerging just because um, I like to keep up to date with what's there and what mm. I can maybe branch into and so mm. you know we're on all the social platforms we were even on Vine you know that right now is there <laughs> but mm. the fact is we learned a lot to l- about being on Vine you know that we've used in other places Yeah. so like um, that's what I like to try and do I like to read what, what new platforms are on mm. and how we can be the number one on, on all of them you know like uh, so that's kind of what I read <laughs> legacy so in terms of my legacy you know it's it's not something I think about it all the time but if I had to you know if I had to think about it I, I used to hate it when people would go to the game reserve and just say it's so boring because they went there and saw nothing <laughs> mm. and so what I absolutely love is, is seeing people from America or from from China or from people all over the world that will go to the game reserve for their first time and actually love it so much because they were part of our community that is just about loving wildlife and mm. you know they, they got to um, experience such incredible sightings and, and just really help them maximize their holiday in the safari by being part of later sightings and so for me I absolutely love that feeling of seeing people go from never being to a game reserve to absolutely falling in love with it just because of our community of latest sightings. And so I think definitely in terms of legacy, I'd love to be known as just someone who, who try to connect more people to wildlife through technology. Mm. Connect more people to wildlife through yeah. technology. And that's, that's the vision, mm. you know, that's, mm. our, yes. that's our mission statement is just to connect more people to wildlife through, through technology. Mm. I love that. So that's our brand new heavy for the month of November. Um, I don't know whether I should be crying right now because it's our last brand new heavy for uh, 2017. I told you, we're closing it with a bang. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually quite inspired. More than anything else, it's just the fact that we're dealing with a young man who's actually been very serious about his passion mm. because I feel like we live in a society where people's passions aren't really allowed to be expressed yes. or sometimes people's passions, people are told that their passions aren't right. Or they aren't paying. 
Yes. People will say to you, passion doesn't pay the yeah. bills. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, we we I still hear that a lot about wildlife, mm-hmm. and uh, it's hard. I mean, it's it is wildlife. It's a it's 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 not a big industry kind of like you know like banking or whatever where there's mm. billions and billions. But like you know, it's it's my passion, and and I. We are growing it to a, a company that you know that makes money, um, you know, and so I've I've been able to prove a lot of the people wrong, yeah. In terms of it will never earn you anything, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, you know, definitely. But I also think that in this day and age, it's it's the it's the only time in the world where people's passion can actually allow them to learn, to earn. Yes. Uh, where before, if you loved wildlife uh, before technology. The only thing you could basically do is either become a game ranger or own or own a lodge. And to own a lodge, you have to have a lot of money. Yeah. You have to have millions and millions. And being a guy doesn't generally, um, you know, allow you to really support a, a big family. You know, some guys definitely, but the general ones, it's not ready. And so, um, with technology and with being able to, even as a guide, start your own company by by just creating community around your your tours online, mm. it's such a way of creating a business around your 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 passion. But it mm. doesn't have to be wildlife, you know, uh, food or hair or whatever. You know, mm. people are making so much money as well just by playing games online. And so, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's That's the true. only time at the moment where where people's passion can actually change their lives. Mm. Mm. So, where can we find? Where can people actually get in touch with you? You've already mentioned earlier on that you are available across all social media. Yeah. So, so, so if they want to join uh, latest sightings, they can do it on you know Instagram, uh, latest Kruger or YouTube Kruger sightings, or just go to latestsightings.com. Mm. But if anyone wants to like contact me personally and have questions for me, um, I'm on Instagram Nadav underscore Austin Driver. Okay. That's about it. That's about it. Thank you so much to Nadav for coming to the show. I enjoyed it. Thanks so much for having me. Mm. So, we'll be back on the other side of this as we end off our show. This is the brand new Heavy on the Business Buzz for the month of November. Keep it locked. The the Business Buzz. So, that's it. The Business Buzz is done for today. Uh, for the thank, year. For the year. <laughs> um, thank you to our brand new heavy, uh, Nadav, for coming through to the show and just sharing his knowledge about wildlife and his passion. I can definitely see this young man going places. Mm. Go and check out his Instagram. The man has met some very interesting people of late. Mm. So we, we continue to be inspired. Uh, for me personally, thank you to everyone who's been listening to the Business Buzz uh, for the year. Thank you to my friends. Thank you to family. Thank you to everyone who's been liking our Facebook page yes. and actually interacting with us on Twitter. Uh, I hope to thank people next year for interacting with us on WhatsApp because it hasn't happened yet. Uh, so. <laughs> but it happened last week. Really? Yeah, we okay. had voice notes. You remember oh, the smart yes. guys? Okay, yes. okay, okay. I concede. <laughs> I concede. But yeah, that's it for me. Yeah. Mm. Same thing, man. Like my family, my friends. Because our our closest circles are our biggest supporters in a way. Okay. Because, you know, when you're on air, the family WhatsApp group is buzzing. You know, yeah. everyone is telling everyone to listen yeah. and things like that. Yeah. And that's how it actually transcends into the whole world. So, yeah, even the interviews, like I said in the intro, the interviews, people who have interviewed before, the CEOs, the Miss South Africans, the everyone, business people, they've made the business buzz what it is. So a big thank you to them. Okay, cool. Mm. So to everyone. You can continue interacting with us on social media. On Facebook, you can find us. We are 
the business buzz and you can also find voice of vids on uh, facebook as well on twitter we are at vowfm our hashtag is hashtag business buzz mm. whatsapp 0840784912 you can also stream the station live on www.vowfm.co.za and podcasts of the business buzz show are available on journalism.co.za make sure you keep it locked on the other side of this we have uh, Diema and Wongi on uh, Life Beats and make sure you don't turn that dial our technical production is done by Akotlano Serame with our executive producer the amazing Elna Schutz Thank you, <laughs> and uh, make sure you keep it locked. For myself, Leo Mob, Justice Gavaza, and Onki Metsaseremo, it's good evening and take care. Listen to the Business Buzz Podcast on www.journalism.co.za.